0: go welcome back to inside out episode number 71 we're at 71 episodes now and i'm buzzing to have an amazing person with a pink background which i love um, (laughs) as a guest here in this podcast pyotr um thanks for being here thanks for taking the time thanks for joining um pyotr is also Not only, but also uh, a master when it comes to breath and breath work. And I got connected with Piotr via a common friend that we share, who has also been a guest on this podcast. And he told me, you got to get Piotr on your podcast. He has such an inspiring story to tell. And he wants to tell it also. So Piotr and I hooked up. We got to know each other. We actually already wanted to record a podcast like three, four weeks back, but we basically just sat there and talked for two hours and thought that it would, that it might be better to reschedule and actually do a podcast next time. So thanks that you're here. How are you today, my friend? Thank you, my friend.
1: I didn't want to interrupt you. I was just listening. I just continued listening. I'm very well <laughs> and I am super grateful honestly to be in your presence again and for anyone that is listening to this watching this yeah i'm super hyped that you're here as well so i'm i'm really really well now that i'm here yeah i'm i'm even like more ecstatic so all is great and everything that you said is true as well breathwork master mindfulness fitness master just basically move breathe and just energize yourself yeah that's me <laughs>
0: that's you and that's 100% the vibe that um, that I'm I'm getting through the screen it's funny too I, I said it yesterday in a podcast um, I had a really really hard day yesterday I was working hard with my body I was working hard with my mind I did a lot and in germany we have this saying erst die arbeit dann das vergnügen it translates to like first the main course then dessert And it's the same today as well. I did the hard work all day, and now I get to sit down and record a podcast. And the longer I sit here and talk to you, the more energy I'm actually feeding off the podcast instead of giving into the podcast. And as we got to know each other, you told me your story, and I was so inspired by it that I just wanted to take like 25-ish minutes today for you to tell your story, tell what you've been through and what you've basically learned from what you've been through and where it brought you into your life. So I actually don't really know where to start when it comes to your story because it's yours obviously.
1: I can I can do it. I can I can do it.
0: <laughs> so just 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 tell me. Like tell us yeah. tell us your story. Who is Pyotr and how did Pyotr become the mindset fitness breath coach?
1: Yeah, the mindful fitness breath coach. Mindful exactly, fitness yes. breath coach. Yes, yes. Um,
0: oh, well, mindful fitness breath coach. Now mindful I
1: get all oh, good. The Mi Fit. So that's the portmanteau, the um, combination of two words. Mi Fit. And also, am I Fit fitness? is
0: like the question, "Am I fit?" Exactly. And yes. 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 Fuck! Look at that. Yes, I'm <laughs> dropping bombs here now. Boom! boom, like mic
1: drop. No, but um, I mean, I can definitely wrap up um, the first part of my life, which was a life full of success for the external mm. world. I mean, mm. I was a very successful um, director working with amazing brands and companies and leading teams of hundreds of people. And as I said, yes, yeah, super successful, lots of money, great paycheck. But was i happy was i even aware what happiness is no absolutely not i think that was really missing the awareness of what happiness is the awareness of what i'm doing the awareness of my dreams are and i wasn't even asking this question because i was running so fast Mm. so i didn't have the time to just stop and to um take a look at my life and just evaluate everything that has happened and see Mm you know, okay. so this has happened so far. Am I happy? It is happening for me now. Am I happy? So I I was just not um, in the mindset of even asking because I was doing everything to fulfill the dreams, the goals of others, not mine,
0: Mm. because I just
1: wanted to be liked, appreciated, feel like I'm accepted and belong. So I got into this corporate world and I just got really fast onto that rat race, and just going, achieving more and more is better and keep on working, keep on chasing. Hmm. Uh, until, um so that was my 28 years of my life where I had nothing to do with training and fitness. Actually, fitness and training was for me, um, it, it equaled, being bullied as because I was bullied as a child as a teenager Mm. physically Mm. and mentally by athletic Mm. boys of my class so for me I was never into sports or never
0: wanted to do anything Sports isn't for me is what you basically overtake from that right absolutely so I was the kind of motherfucker to bully you back then because (laughs) I really identified with doing sports and stuff so
1: yeah, and that's at how incredible it is now to bounce of each other's energies. It's it, this, is, this yeah. is the beauty of life yeah. that is all going all coming into full circle. Um, no. and yeah, and I had like I didn't know anything about meditation, about breath work. So basically, everything that you know about me now or from this podcast was not me, I was literally mm. the opposite of it all mm. until well, the only thing though, which is very uh, um uh, I I believe we all have this in common, even though if we don't believe it, we're very good at manifesting, even mm-hmm. if we don't believe that we're good at manifesting, we still manifest stuff so so if we you know put a thought out with an emotional feeling to it, we attract it, you know we're just very good at it so because I wanted to have some time off work because I was so stressed, but I wasn't able to acknowledge my burnouts, my stress, what has happened was that I was begging the universe to just give me a break. Hmm. To, and and by break, I didn't mean a holiday, because during a holiday, I was also working. So for me, there was no holidays. It was still full on phone calls to my assistants and everything. Uh, so I literally was saying, can I have a sickness? Like, can I maybe have the flu? Uh, because also, I wasn't able to lie. So I couldn't just call it.
0: Sorry, if I interrupt you, reflecting no back onto it with what you know now. Because obviously, who would consciously manifest being sick, right? Of course,
1: absolutely, <laughs> no, no, absolutely. And you're, thank you so much for interrupting. And absolutely, because now, of course, I can see what I was doing, and I can truly uh, put labels on top of it. I'm like, okay, well, I see what was going on there. I see. So it's it's beautiful to see this as a full uh, story so far, uh, and then kind of divide them into chapters. So, yeah, so, so, I, so I, got, I got the flu and I was off for a week and I was super happy. So, again, another emotional feeling of joy and happiness and love towards the universe because I'm, ha- I'm, I'm sick now. Mm. So, and then had to go back to work for another time. Again, got into the rat race, proud of myself. My family was very proud of me as well that I'm, you know, performing really well. Mm. Another title, another level up. And but again, I really wanted to rest because I could feel my body was breaking. It was not feeling healthy at all so um so again another manifestation something uh, maybe more like severe uh, and i asked for angina and i had angina I have two weeks off again positive emotions i was like thank you so much for this fe- opportunity to stay uh, at home and yeah. yes and rest and just rest yeah, and, finally. and and just exactly but of course i had to go back to work after this but and i believe now again from that perspective it got to the point where I was snowballing my my requests. Mm -hmm. Uh, And suddenly in January 2012, I felt really ill. I lost around 12 kilograms to 14 kilograms in a space of two weeks. And I lost it all on my face and I looked really unwell, like something is really seriously going on. So when I was taken into hospital at the age of 28, they were shocked that a young person like myself is just going through something that they weren't actually even able to identify yet. So what they've done is they literally have uh, done all the tests for a week, full on test, 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 test. And then what came out was the diagnosis. And the oncologist told me, you uh, have been diagnosed with cancer. And then, of course, what has happened was like, like in a movie. I didn't hear him anymore. I just saw the mouth opening. And I couldn't believe that I just heard that I have been diagnosed with cancer.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, And that was a shock. That was a shock to my system, a shock to my reality, my lifestyle. Um, I was concerned about my family, not even my own health. I was just like, what is going on? This is something that, you know, we don't talk about. Cancer Mm -hmm. is such a big topic and such an illness that people are so scared to even touch on that subject. Uh, And I also come from a culture where cancer is almost like the end game. Like mm-hmm. this is it. I mean, you will not recover. I mean, yeah. we can just basically, you know, select, select a coffin for you and yeah. maybe find, you know, yeah. before you go, you know, it's, it's sad. Yeah. And I kind of felt that from some of my family members and some of my friends. But I started to intuitively, because from this moment onwards, I was off work. So I started to really be intuitive of what I like, what I don't like. My body started to give me signals that, you know, that it is empowering. Not the mind, not just the mind, but just the body and just listen to the body. And I started to intuitively respond back to people. Hold on a minute. Don't feel pity for me. I don't want this. And I started because I was 28. So my friends were also that age. So I started to say to people, have you diagnosed, have you checked yourself? Because maybe it's better for you to know now rather than later. And don't think that I'm the unhealthy one and you're the healthy one. So people just, you know, when they got that as a mirror... They're like, okay. so I did not allow any sort of sadness, you know, a possibility to die in my reality at all. And it was it was tough. It was difficult, but it took me day by day, step by step, living in the moment of every day and teach learning more. But why?
0: Hmm. I'm just asking myself, why didn't you allow that into your life? or into your realm, if you will, like the possibility of dying and like being sad for, mm. for what, what happened I, to you, if you will, yeah. right?
1: I think, because that's a very good question, I think that at that stage where I was, I was still very much responding as the director. Mm. I was like, I am not weak.
0: Mm. You know,
1: I'm a strong persona. I'm alpha. You know, mm. I am the director here. You will mm. not tell me to feel sad. <laughs> so there was this beautiful transition. And I, I still use, you know, a lot of my gifts that I have right now are still coming from the corporate world, you know, mm. team leadership, et cetera, like communication, connection. You know, mm. I always want, I never, you know, diminish people. I always wanted to get that high energy up from people. So there's always a bit of me in the corporate world and a bit of corporate world in me now. Mm. So I feel like there's a beautiful question. There's a beautiful, like wave that was just like okay i'm still that person so let me just respond back to you with that voice
0: mm. Mm. so the persona basically created the illness but a part of the persona also served to deal with it right absolutely crazy absolutely and intuitively what was happening
1: because nobody could give me an answer why has this happened to me they were mm. like, you know, it was just like, well, it, it just, just happened. Stopped. I was like, hold on a minute, no, no, no. So I started to uh, read, listen, uh, watch things related to the human body mm. to understand what are we actually carrying inside. We don't know our organs. We don't know how everything kind of functions. We don't really. We just like, oh yeah, it's it's you know, we are just having the skin, blah, whatever. We but think actually, we know. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right. But I, and only and we only uh, start um, paying attention to it once we feel uh, something's wrong with it. And normally when it's like the end of it. Um, so, yeah, so I have to say I, was, I started to be very intuitive. I started to read about it, understand what's happening to, with the respiration, with the digestion, um, mm-hmm. you know, with, the, with our muscle tissues. I started to move the body more. I started to get into... The gym, even though I was going through chemotherapies, because back then as well, I relied very much, and I still uh, would say that it was a a helping factor on my Mm. healing journey. Um, Mm. So, throughout the 16 chemotherapies that I had, so a year and a half, so it was a big chunk of time, and I took it day by day. Mm. I really had time to, okay, learn, study, start to practice meditation, Mm. although I hated it, start to connect with the breathing. I, you know, and, and start to really kind of go, okay, well, what am I, I mean, I am breathing, Like, I'm, why why, why do I have to know how to breathe, like, we all breathe, and mm-hmm. but I start to understand that a lot of oxidative stress, chronic stress, burnouts are caused by the um, irregulation of our nervous system,
0: mm-hmm.
1: that our nervous system doesn't know anymore how to respond mm-hmm. to not a threat, but our nervous system thinks it's still a threat. Mm-hmm. So we start to really Panic, breathe, shallow, breathe, chest, breathe and the breathing and the way I started to work with it and implement it in my life has changed everything for me. And that's exactly why I started to work then with clients on mm. teaching them how to breathe, teaching them how to mindfully move. And that's how I set up my business, Mindful Fitness. And that's exactly how I got into, OK, well, if we combine the connect, the mind, body, energy and connect them all.
0: Uh, it's
1: uh, we are powerhouses
0: mm-hmm. powerhouses it's crazy it's it's so I was I was as I heard you share your story, I was so impressed by the way that you dealt with the what what would you call it now not the delivery, but like the diagnosis and the reaction of your friends, the reaction of the people around you. I was so impressed by it. And I remember you telling me the first time, um, the day you woke up after chemotherapy, uh, after the getting the diagnosis, you were like, okay, this was not a dream. Yeah. I am really sick. This is really here. It settled in. Yeah. And you never shifted into this victim mentality of like, okay, fuck it. Now I'm going to do drugs all day and just live my life until I die, basically, until the illness is going to do what illnesses do. But what what really
1: really impressed me were like, sure, sure. No, no, go, go, go. What what, what was, (laughs) no, because you've touched on something that I didn't mention. I also didn't say out loud the word cancer Mm. for a full year. I did mm. not accept it in my reality. Mm-hmm. So even though I, I bought books on how to deal with cancer, there's plenty of books in the mm. bookstores, etc. I really decided that this is gonna be a battle won day by day mm. until the war can be won. And it mm. was um, it wasn't my if it was my first mindset shift. How to start managing. And directing my own life day by day by also not going into victim mode as you said, mm. and also not use words because words have a huge power mm. and they stick to us. Mm. You know, so that's huge as well. Mm. If, if if you just get this kind of understanding of it that you know by using some words we are go- we're getting into either victim mode or we're getting into leader mode, director mm. mode mm. of our life, Creator then we mode, are yeah. like boom, exactly.
0: Yeah, yeah awesome man and i feel like that there's so much to take away by just you telling this story and listening closely because if you break it down like taking your life day by day is a big big game changer because it really brings you it forces you basically to become more present no because you're not day ahead you're not in the past you're just in this day and the only task you have is to grab this day by the balls basically and give it the best that you have to make it another day i love people talking about the another day mentality basically isn't it the same with addictions i'm addicted to a substance so i'll just not consume the substance for another day yes and What really impressed me is you told me, like, you woke up, you pinched yourself, this wasn't a dream, and you were still grateful to be alive. And that's what really, I I didn't understand, I couldn't understand it. I was like, this guy has been dealt one of the worst cards, if you will, and still he's grateful, still he manages to, okay, see, like, things like, okay, you still have access to modern-day medicine. You have a roof over your head. You actually have people around you who care, not in the way you might like them to care for you. But that's not not up to you to decide, anyways. You can you can communicate what you don't like, but at the end of the day, people do what they want to do, anyways, right? Yeah, and you so can that's... always you can, you can always shift, uh, you know, because
1: I've noticed as well that a lot of people kind of have this thought process that it's too late for me, you know, Mm. I've I've done so much damage already in my life or to my Mm. health that it's too Mm. late for me to change or Mm. who am I to change? I'm not Mm. like him, her, whatever, you know, I just make sure that all I could focus on is all I I had around me and me, nothing else, everything else was out of my control. I had no idea how chemo will work. I have no idea whether I will, you know, I I never thought I'll, I'll die, but I also what I've lived to to, to 100, 110, I had no idea. So I could only control the day as it came, I mm. only could control me waking up, and could control the practices that became my morning routine that I continue on till today.
0: Mm. And they
1: have become such a big part of me up until now, and they will continue on that, mm. you know, that I just feel so connected with gratitude for my body. My mind, mm-hmm. my energy, mm-hmm. the spirit, but also me in this moment. Because nothing else matters. Nothing yeah. else. We are focusing so much on things that are out of our control, out of our control. If we just let go and just put that attention onto what we can control,
0: mm-hmm. boom. I mean we are we are then we realize we are powerful as hell. Would that be like one piece of advice you would give somebody who was diagnosed with cancer or let it be? Uh, any kind of sickness that like severely influences your daily life and the way you might think about life as well? I would definitely suggest
1: for a person to focus on what they can control in their day and have the prime focus on themselves Mm. but not feel that they have lost Mm. a battle, they have lost something and, and try to shift away from the past, which is easier said than done, but it takes practice and it's doable, it's practice. It's like with everything, you go to the gym, you build your muscles, it's practice. It's, it's Everything is repetition, repetition, repetition. So once you start just, okay, the past has gone, I might never be that person, but that's amazing because I can be somebody completely different. Mm. And suddenly I have been gifted by a moment of change in my life in my health, in my wealth, in my whatever it is, relationship, in my love. And I can finally create a brand new chapter of my book called Life. And every freaking chapter after this chapter can be even better than the previous one.
0: And listen to the words here, guys. Literally listen to the way Pyotr is expressing this. He says he has been gifted a moment of change because you said it before. Words are very powerful. And we all like either life happens for you or it happens to you. But life happens for you if you see this as a gift, for example, that you are now gifted the ability to actually make a change because you're not in the rat race anymore. You're not hopping from call to call wishing you could take some time off and then getting sick is like the only way that you have time off. No, now you have the time off. Now you're not dwelling on the fact that, oh, now I have time off. Now I'd like to go back to work again because I'd like to perform. I'm a high performer and this is killing my identity. No. You used this part of uh, of your identity and instead of fighting the fact that it might die because you're not in the rat race anymore, you used it as a fuel and said like the battle I haven't lost the battle. The battle just fucking started. Amen. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: I know absolutely, and but that is, that is the greatest gift that we all possess. That is that we can choose our attitude towards something. It's and it's as hard as it freaking can be. And I still feel challenged by things that are happening throughout the day. I'm not some sort of you know superhero that is con- continuously mindful, always meditating, always moving <laughs> the body. No, I am still witnessing and. Feeling the challenges of the day, and I accept them. I accept them. They're they're just part of my my being. I mean, there's nothing Mm. that I that that I would like to change even about those challenges, you know. And that's once you start speaking that way and feeling it and believing it in your gut, because obviously, thought, emotion, feelings, it's all connected, but it needs Mm. to process itself. Mm. Once you really start understanding, well, you know, all I can really focus on is all that I have, and all that I have is me. We. Now, so I, and now exactly me and now the here and the now exactly yeah. the me so i have me so i'm going to just focus on me and then whatever is going to happen next no. let it be now you just surrender to the moment surrender no. to the, the power that you have and all of you have oh man like you have i have all of us
0: and it's it's funny because i met a man who was diagnosed with prostate cancer And he was a really successful entrepreneur. He built a business with like 75 employees or something like that. Mm. Um, And he was basically full time nose to the grindstone, only working, 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 working. So his nutrition wasn't the best. He didn't really move his body except for when it came to work. Right. So as he got diagnosed with cancer, obviously he was shocked at first. He was like, oh, fuck, I didn't expect this. Who would? And he consciously decided not to get chemotherapy. And he was basically tackling cancer. I'll just call it that way now. <laughs> um, with the same mindset as you did, just in another paradigm and on another level and in, another, in a different context. So he got the diagnosis. He went to, uh, to check up a couple of times. But then he noticed... That going to the checkups served him less than just not Mm. going, not even thinking about having this disease and just focusing on what he can't control. You should Mm. see the guy's breakfast, man. He has like a big bowl of cereal and he puts raw turmeric in there. He puts apricot uh, seeds in there. Stuff that normal people wouldn't eat because why would you eat stuff that don't taste the best, right? But he's really, really seen this as a chance to change his lifestyle because he understood that his lifestyle led up to him being sick. And I think I had it, I, I talked about it in the podcast yesterday, where people push away so much responsibility when it comes to sicknesses and push the responsibility over to the doctors. Like, the doctors are going to heal me now. But who really takes responsibility for their life? Rarely anybody nowadays, unfortunately. And that's why we're here, right? That's why we're sharing this story and talking about it so that people understand like, you are not better than me, Pyotr. I am not better than you. We are all one. We're all beings of the same stream of consciousness. So if you can take responsibility for your life and your lifestyle and make changes on a daily basis, Everybody can, right?
1: Yep. Absolutely, I, and and what you said is is very crucial because when you were giving us the example of of of, um, of a person that you know as well going through mm-hmm. uh, through the the, the battle, uh, I I do believe that we all can share experiences. We all can obviously give our tools and tips and techniques, and I would love people to. Just test as many of them out as possible. And even if something doesn't work, keep on trying and then let go and go to another technique. No. Don't just don't just give up completely. Because once you start igniting the warrior mentality within, once you're like, this is not over, I can do this, you can by, you know, I'm gonna give you these tips and tools. It might work for you, it might not. You you're testing them out, you test somebody else's. But you no. keep on trying your way. No. And of course, at the core of it all, we just don't move enough our bodies. We don't we don't breathe more consciously as we should, and we're not as mindful as we should as well. And the mindfulness happens in the here and now without judgment, without acknowledgement. Just one thing though, if which is a complete opposite to my story, I still go for checkups. Now and this is incredible what you said. What a beautiful uh, story of this guy. But for me, checkups is me meeting my reality and bringing me back so I can be grounded. I can be really, really grounded that this has happened to me. Because when I stopped my checkups, I was so easily put back in the corporate world. My mind was erasing my battles. I was It's so easy. I was literally, I could see my own thought process being like, I'm healthy now. I got. I don't. am It's gone. I can do this. And then I was like, so, and suddenly again, I listen to my body. My but no, go for a checkup. Go for a checkup. And for me, facing the oncology unit every six months is a wake up call that I've been through mm-hmm. this, and it's a reminder that this freaking life is precious, mm-hmm. moment by moment. Because if I wouldn't have that. I might have just, you know, been like, oh yeah, whatever, you know, and because the mind just like, you know, this is why I also journal quite a lot, (laughs) just to keep me on track and keep me focused. But I do have this, so so incredible to see how one story fits him Mm -hmm. and another story fits me. And this is exactly what I would love to, you know, once you're in that state of like, whoa, you know, I can experience this, I can feel it, I'm connected with it. This is now part of my story. And then I'm going to test this out as well. And I'm going to have turmeric anyways. And I'm going to also drink more water now, you know, and I'm going to have conscious, you know, walking meditations.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever works for you. Right. There is no one fits all. There's just trying trial and error, basically, and repetition. Do something, do Do something. something. Exactly. (laughs) Do something, at least something. Yeah. And it's 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 funny, too, because the more experience I gather, working as a coach, working together with people, supporting people, facilitating change. The more I understand that our mind is really good at overcomplicating things, and overlooking the simple, basic things, like you said, move your body more, eat more turmeric. <laughs> yeah. For example, no, but change your nutrition, breathe more consciously, and if it, like, for example, like, let's talk breath. Right? Just a a small excursion. Like, let's talk breath. The overcomplicating mind asks me how to breathe properly. But if you and I are really serious or honest, this is already starting to overcomplicate things. How do you breathe properly? Just fucking breathe calmly Mm. in and Mm. out through your fucking nose. What is so Mm. hard to understand about that? And, 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 (laughs) and, The beauty of
1: it is that I've been doing breath work throughout this entire podcast with you. Mm-hmm. You're not even aware of it because, but what, so what was happening? So I'll just give you, give you a quick run through what I've done. You're talking. I'm shutting my mouth. I'm focused on nasal breathing. Focus on what you're saying. I'm mindful because I cannot go into different thoughts. I don't allow words to leave my mouth until I feel like okay, it is the time but I don't need to step in. I don't need to stop you. I don't need to, I'm okay. And now, because now I'm not, what am I doing now? I'm talking, so I'm mouth breathing. But of course we will be talking, that's okay. But every time you can come back to your breath and as I like to say to all my clients, and they love me for that, shut your mouth and breathe through the nose, right? It's, I mean, you might love it, you might like it, you might just like, what the hell is going on here? But please, Just and witness what's going on. Like, shut your mouth. Breathe through the. (laughs) You did not expect that's so good.
0: That's so fucking good. just Shut your mouth. The first moment. What?
1: Yeah. Did he really tell? Breathe through the (laughs) nose.
0: The the trigger. I cannot. I feel the trigger. You know, like if I if I open up to somebody and they're like, shut up, shut your mouth. Breathe through the nose. <laughs> it's like
1: man, and, but also <laughs> what, 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 it's incredible because the you know the mouth breather and the the talker they will be the ones with you know shoulders up, tense, you know shallow breathing, and then we'll just try to analyze things. The mind kicks in more than the body, and we're like, oh yeah, I have something more important to say, or I have something better to say. Mm. Oh, I, you know, mind chatter starts, blah blah blah, mm.
0: blah blah.
1: But once you just accept that you know whoever you're talking to has something super important to say as well. As you, you just listen mm-hmm. and focus on the breathing. Bring, bring that breath in from your nose into your diaphragm, expanding the belly, and slowly breathe it out through the nose as well. And a few cycles of that, boom, your parasympathetic nervous system, your calming, relaxed state, which brings you then into meditation, into mindfulness, really works wonders. So this, welcome to
0: Breathing 101. But again, again, it's too easy, right? It's too easy. There has to be a clue somehow. There, there's there has to be some reason that it doesn't work because it is so simple. That's hmm. what the mind is always trying to convince us of. Then, right? Yeah. Or try to you try to read. <laughs> now that <now> we're just <laughs> breathing through the
1: nose, we're not talking at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but, but but it's it's so true. Absolutely. And we 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 do live in this spectrum world where we want something to be giving us a full-on ecstasy, you know, like feeling right now, here and now, give it to me now. Where I'm like, hey, slow down. You've got time, be patient, mm-hmm. accept and appreciate the beautiful journey that life is, and you getting into these heightened states will come, whether it's breath work, whether it's movement. I mean, I've been moving my body only for 10 years mm-hmm. and I have a beautiful physique and I mm-hmm. love my body. But again, I had to drop body identification because I'm also getting older. Yeah. So my body will be changing. Yeah. And if I hold on to the body and to my, uh, you know, my, as I said before, my previous problems of being bullied and not accepting, not problems, I don't use problems, sorry, challenges.
0: Challenges. And yeah.
1: challenges of being <laughs> of being uh, bullied and not accepting myself for my physique because the guys that were bullying me were athletic and beautifully ripped and I wasn't and then I thought that that's the way to be liked so I have a good body strong fit healthy body I'll be liked you know and it it just des- it destroyed a lot it, it not didn't destroy because it made me who I am today fully aware that body identification is a myth it's, we need to just drop it as well and mm. the more you're mindful and the more you understand that. You know, if you just work with the body, the body will work with you. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the more you feel good, <clears throat> you will look good. It's not, super, it's not the other way around.
0: <coughs> I'm super in tune with what you with with what you just said, and I'm even more grateful to have had mentors back in my early days as I started working out, <coughs> who told me, listen. <clears throat> Don't go to the gym to only build muscle and look good. Go to the gym to become strong. Because if Mm. you are strong, you will look that way too. And that stuck with me for a long time. But, somebody's told me that, fuck. Oh no, my throat is itchy. Ah, bless. (laughs) Ah. perfectly in time for our wrap up because somebody's told me that our next episode that we're going to do together is going to be related to our body how to move your body in a mindful way and what benefits you can basically take away from implementing mindful movement into your day-to-day life yes before we wrap it up though is there anything you want to say regarding the story you just shared? Thanks a lot for sharing, by the way, and opening up and being vulnerable and leading as an example also, that there's a different way. Thank you
1: for acknowledging and thank you for listening and you know listening with the heart because that really matters. I understand that I have been gifted life and have been gifted this gift to share it as well. So I I do feel like if I would keep it for myself, I would not be able to maybe help support, guide a person that is going through it and feels really down right now. And that is normal as well. So my biggest probably take from this all is, you know, wherever you are on your journey right now, be more in the present, be more in your body and tune in. And if you feel sad today feel sad today don't hide and don't feel tension about your emotions but also take small actions and small steps that you can do by moving breathing being mindful and start to have that inner dialogue with yourself and see as well that you are really capable you're a super powerful being and sometimes you need to convince yourself and by repetition by practicing you will it takes time but trust me when I say, time is happening in the now. And that's like the biggest <clears throat> mystery and like revelation of life that we sometimes think of the lifespan as 190, 80 years or 20 years or whatever it is. But actually our lifespan happens now. No. Nobody knows if we're going to be here tomorrow. No. nobody, nobody, no. we are sometimes really feeling that we are immortal. Nobody wants to talk about death, etc. but just focus on the now. Focus on your time that you have now with your body, with your mind and with your energy, your spirit, whatever you want to call it, and just be connected with the the gift that life is. And and you can truly, truly feel that empowerment from within and then you will be just shining, shining bright. And trust me when I say the universe will will support your growth and will support your well-being and your health.
0: It might, it might not always seem that way from the universal side that the universe has your back and support you, but that also only you can only take that perspective if you think that life happens to you and not for you, right? Yeah. My man, as you say in Polish.
1: <laughs>
0: Thanks a lot for <laughs> taking the time, my man and looking forward to many more
1: Many more. An absolute pleasure.
0: And I'm super grateful
1: for you and all your work and your and the heartfelt energy between us and between your audience. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. And thank you so much, Patrick.
0: Vice, vice versa, my man. Thanks a lot again. And for everybody listening up until this point, from my side also, thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of this journey. And if you want to connect with Piotr, everything you need to know about him, will be down in the show notes. I'll link his his profile, his Instagram profile and whatever social media profile he shares with me. So feel free to hit him up and start connecting. Please do, please
1: do, please do, please do. I am always, always open, open for any connection, any energy exchange. I am here for you to be your guide, be your friend on your journey, whatever that journey is.
0: Thank you. Beautiful. See you next time, my man. See you next Take time. Take care. <lacht> <Mua>. <lacht> I'll grab him. <lacht> Hallo, herzlich willkommen zu Inside Out Episode Nummer 50. Es ist Intro Time und heute habe ich eine ganz, ganz spezielle Folge für dich geplant. Für unsere 50. Episode als Inside Out Community. Und zwar habe ich den lieben Martin Ziervogel von den Happy Brothers im. Gespräch. Was Happy ist, was Happy bedeutet, wirst du wohl oder übel nur rausfinden, wenn du dir diese Folge anhörst. Wir sprechen über Rapé oder Happy, wie Martin es pflegt, zu nennen. Ich habe es anfangs einen schamanischen Schnupftabak genannt. Martin meinte allerdings zu mir, dass es nicht ganz treffend sei. Also bleib auf jeden Fall dran und hör dir diese Folge an, wenn du erfahren möchtest warum schamanischer Schnupftabak nicht gleich schamanischer Schnupftabak ist, sondern viel, 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 viel mehr als nur ein schamanischer Schnupftabak. In diesem Sinne viel Spaß bei der Folge. Danke fürs Einschalten und bis bald.